You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. See, I think that's underselling you a little bit, isn't it? You were keeper of the century, weren't you? Yeah. Last and... century. Oh. I mean, well, just, just for Queensland. Yeah, but that's what we are. We're a Queensland yeah, radio station. Well, we need to speak to Jace about that, I think. <laughs> uh, the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Dylan Kemp is back from 11am today. Crash Craddock, no. Was he, was he the greatest keeper that you've ever seen, Crash? Uh, look, over the stumps particularly, uh, I've got to say, uh, uh, he'll, uh, and I'm not just saying this, if you, if you weren't there today, I'd still say it, but the barometer by which all others are measured over the stumps and... Do you know what? I was thinking of you only yesterday, mate, when uh, I was uh, you know, watching Tom Blundell from New Zealand keep over the stumps to the medium paces. Oh. Well, not medium paces, but, you, you know, that's, that's outstanding work, isn't it? Like, as a keeper, you'd love that, wouldn't you? Like, oh, I'm not really so sure, mate. Great like, job. I couldn't quite work out why he was up to the stumps to Matt Henry and with Stokes batting. Like, did you see the one that yeah. nearly broke? Well, probably did break his finger. Like smashed yeah, into his yeah. left hand. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, but was, uh, was Stokes batting out of his crease or char- advancing at the ball or something? Why well, was the wicketkeeper up uh, there? Yeah, th- I think that was the mantra to just throw them out of rhythm. And, uh, well, they got there by a run, didn't they? One of the greatest finishes in the history of the game. And uh, it was literally, I mean, uh, test cricket in New Zealand is beautiful on the box, isn't it? Like the yeah. people sitting on the hill, it's got a village green feel about it. And that was just just one of the one of the greatest tests ever. I was on the plane to Sydney, heading down for the back page on Fox Sports, and just frozen in in, in interest watching the scores update. So uh, fantastic, mate! That Wellington Hill hasn't been full for a long time, and that, you know, having England over there, that's really you know attracting uh, viewership as well as spectators over there. And the New Zealand team became a better team by playing against such an attractive England team. Oh, yeah, Hills. Oh, and what I like about this, they are going the journey on baseball, aren't they? Brendan McCullum and yeah. uh, and Ben Stokes. They will go down swinging. And what I love about it, they've got credit points in the bank now. Ten test wins out of 12 after one test win in their previous 17 tests. Yeah. So, it, yeah, sure, they lost by the narrowest margin, but... England public wants them to keep going, to keep flashing the broadsword, playing Cavalier cricket. And, you know, I, I just honestly believe that uh, Stokes and McCullum could become the most influential cricketing figures of the 21st century as we speak. They could change the way the game is played. Well, I'd love to hear that. I mean, yeah, as I said, the, the scores, 8 for 435 declared and 256, 209, 483, one run in it for only the fourth time in, uh, or only the second time in Test match history, um, and that yeah. just just the fourth team to win after being asked to follow on. There's so much history about yesterday, and uh, unfortunately, you were flying. I was at home watching it. It was just riveting television. It was riveting stuff. Oh, and, and, you know, what does it do now to teams? It'll scare any number of captains away from following on because, let's face it, 
if they didn't follow on, they just would have won the game. You know, they were 250 yeah. ahead. They'd have made another 300. They'd have set them 550, and they wouldn't have got it. Their bowlers would have been rested. That, Stokes said he didn't regret it. He said, you are allowed to be outplayed. But what it did do, didn't it, Hills? They sentenced a 40-year-old Jimmy Anderson and a 36-year-old Stuart Broad to be part of an attack that bowled 200 overs in a row in the field. Yeah, 60 oh, of them, 61 overs for Jack Leach is incredible. So they didn't over, they didn't over bowl the, the veterans, but but they kept them wicketless. I think Broad got one, Anderson none. So New Zealand did play yeah. extremely well to get to nearly 500, having batted so poorly in the first innings. That that is a great shock, and then. There's a lot of bad luck yesterday in the England batting chase. I think the short ball might be employed a lot more to Basball. They played a lot of pull shots that weren't that turned out to be their downfall. Um, so teams around the world might perfect that short ball if they want to throw the bat at you. Um, and but Harry Brook getting run out at the non-strikers end. Oh, gee, that nothing much went right, and they ended up one run short. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a you know what? That's a great point you make, isn't it? How do you uh, tackle baseball and this real rampant stroke play? Because I tell you what it has. It's had the effect of just completely blowing guys off their line and length. Like uh, Neil Wagner, who does buy a lot of short balls, he went for bowled in in the last test 13 overs and went for 110. That's that's beyond the bizarre. But um, I'm so interested, Heels, to see what Australia tosses up to England in England. Like, do you send Scott Boland and Hazelwood out and say, boys, keep your length, keep your shape, they'll come after you, that's all right. They might hit you four out of five, but the fifth one you'll catch an edge. So I don't know how they're going to play it. It'll be fascinating. Do you see anything beyond that, Hill? Yeah, only beyond that, a good bumper. Yeah, really good bumper. Especially if you can tighten them up. You know, keep it tighter than they would like and then a good bumper. Uh, where they'll really try to unleash on it, and your field is well set. Yep. So, well, yeah, it's it's going to be good. All right, oh, yeah. Crash. We better talk about indoor. Um, can we salvage something from this series? We know the skipper's home with his ailing mum. We know Stark and Green are okay finally to to get ready to go, and we know Steve Smith will skipper this side to a, a team that's down two uh, nil. Yeah, has he has he paid a price big enough for you? Um, crashed and Steve Smith to now be our captain again. Yeah, on a part time basis, I think so. Heels. If it was full time, no, no, I, I wouldn't want him back. And you know, there is a bit of a void there, isn't there? To be frank, yes. that's why I'd like to see Cameron Green just involved in the leadership group. Maybe not, but but to me, he's the guy coming through the system that that, that interests me a lot in that regard. Um, but uh, look, uh, it's his pressure to live up to Cummins starts at the toss in a way because Cummins <laughs> has won eight tosses in a row. I mean, hey, Paddy, you and I like a bet. Oh, oh. Try and have what were the the odds are on it? Apparently, point three of a percent. It, it heals if if you and I and Paddy stood in a room and one of us tried to win eight tosses in a row, we'd be still here at five o'clock this afternoon, but yeah. Cummins has done it. So I bet you anything, Smith will probably lose the toss. Yeah, and, and that, that would have a bit of <laughs> India, India batting first, but it's a two-toned wicket, a bit of grass in the middle. They've shaved the ends. They're bare. The spinners will really, really ramp it up to the point where uh, Rohit Sharma, at his press conference yesterday, he said, 
if you win this test with a spinning deck, will you then in the last test prepare a pace bowler's deck to get you ready for the World Test Championship if you're in it? And he said, oh, there's every chance of that. So, yeah, <laughs> shameless, shameless, shameless. Oh, well, I mean, what did we expect? Of course, we, we knew this was coming. Um, what, what's yeah. the makeup of our team down below? I mean, head goes up, we, we assume, to open with Uzi, but how does the bottom half of the team look? Mate, what, what are you thinking? Uh, Stark, uh, of course, back in the team, uh, great subcontinental bowler, uh, will create footmarks for lines, so that'll work. That'll be a one-two punch in itself. Uh, what, what And line, of course, in himself... Uh, the, the the young what the, the one I can't quite pick Todd Murphy will be in is whether they go for Matt Kuhneman or Scott Boland as the fourth bowler do you go for the second seamer I can't quite work that out and I know they were discussing it last night okay. because it does look like a spinner's deck where, who would you go for Hills oh, I just thought Cooney probably um, we're, we're asking a lot of Green and Stark uh, who haven't played for yep. a long time but. But yeah, I was mm. I was thinking the two offies and a bit more variety in, in the spinning ranks. Uh, if, yeah, if, yeah, if I they, if I was going to go a quick, I'd fire Lance Morris up. Would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's interesting. I, I uh, you know I heard he's been bowling quite nicely in the nets yeah. over there, and and he's really made a point of learning as much as he can about the game over there. Uh, the fast bowlers have been very good with him. Um, yeah, it, it's funny that they're, they're so hard to beat, aren't they? Like. No one ever talks about Mohammed Shami as, as a threat, but what a gorgeous swing bowler he is with yeah. the new and the old ball. Like it was in the last test, remember the, first, the he took four for four on four. the first day. Like he kept him in the game. I mean, he, he's he, he's out, an outstanding bowler. So they've got it all, haven't they? Yeah, that's um, a great call. And these these three spinners who not only they get you with the ball, and then they come out and average thirty with the bat. So they're so hard to roll. They really are. Yeah, a side that hasn't got Boomer either. Uh, he's out That's in. right. No, having, said all, having said all that, we're not that far behind him, you know. That, mm. Hopefully we're more ready to find another 100 runs and bowl mm. a little bit better. Well, it's it's funny, Hills. One of the journalists from over there, repeated words you actually said to me last week. You said, mate, I get the feeling they're just ready to play a test now. <laughs> mm. and, 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 he, and he said the same. He said, it's funny. He said, but after a break and two weeks of tests, he said, they're suddenly sort of feelings they know the conditions dead right now. But I do agree with what John Buchanan said. With modern touring schedules the way they are, and you arrive in a, in a country at five minutes to midnight and say, right, where's the first test? He said, you've got no chance of beating India like that. Like, it's yeah. just, they're just two seasons. And talking to Candace Warner on the back page last night, you know, we are talking, she said, the smog in Delhi was really confronting. I mean, like she said, it was. Yeah. She said no one complained, and everyone's fine about it. But she said it was. It was players were losing their radar, sort of thing, and you can sort of understand it. <laughs> hey, Crash, always a delight. We've got to get to a break, mate. But uh, thank you for chatting for us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Crash. Huh? Ah, it's a pleasure. Great to great to talk to you, lads. Thank you. Bye, right. Robert Crash Crowder from the Courier Mail. We'll be back.